Hello, beautiful people. It's your host, Amber, and thank you for tuning in to the Next Chapter podcast. We have another special guest tonight. He is a talented creator and curator of many things, a ladies' man. Some of y'all may know him as LSJ, King Light Skin Jermaine, Light Skin Jermaine. Um, did I miss any other names? Uh, yeah, just Jermaine. Okay, just Jermaine. Um, well, we have him today and we're going to talk about self-love and relationships and all of the things in between. Do you have any idea why I asked you to come on this podcast? Um, not necessarily. I'm sure I can guess. It has something to do with my impeccable communication skills. Oh, wow. Or should I say... You just know that I like to talk. And that too, that too. Um, well, a couple reasons why, because even with like the LSJ, Light Skin Jermaine and all the names that you go by, really the one that I know you by is Jermaine, like personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like we have developed a pretty solid friendship. And when we first met, we talked about doing a podcast together. So it was kind of fitting to have you on my podcast. Yeah, it's come full circle. What it has it been like a year, maybe? Yeah, close about to, a year. Close to a year. Yeah, that is definitely something we talked about. What were we gonna call it? Generally, we had a few different names, <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> generally speaking, I think was one of them. But obviously, none of those names made it to the cut. But I like asking my guests like why they think they're on here because I like to get the idea of what your like how you perceive yourself in my life, I guess, because my podcast is very intentional. So I'm not really just trying to have whoever. Oh, okay, Yeah. okay. So that's a better way to understand your question. I guess Mm -hmm. when you said that, I would say um, how I perceive myself in your life. I guess I would be considered a person who is definitely a positive influence, a person who definitely challenges you to think and uh, pushes you beyond your own boundaries. So I would say that's pretty accurate. Okay. <laughs> um, another reason why was because last week I talked a lot about self-love. And you know, this is now going to be airing in February, which is all about love, but it should be about self-love too. Um, But one thing that stuck out to me when I first met you, you are a very confident person. (laughs) And it comes out very naturally. Like it doesn't come off, maybe sometimes it could be cocky, but it doesn't come off cocky. Like even the way that you introduce yourself, there's something about like your delivery and your tone when you introduce yourself as Jermaine. Like you can just tell like you're confident being you. And that's something that I find very admiring because a lot of people don't have that natural confidence. Uh, I appreciate you saying that. I take that as a huge compliment. Um, I'm not like trying to be confident. I just kind of like trying to own who I am. I guess maybe I'm maybe maybe that is being confident and being in the the nightlife industry and the, uh, the social scene for so many years. 
and meeting so many different people all the time, it's become like natural to introduce myself. So hmm. I didn't think about that. You know, I actually had to look up what the difference between a creator and a cur- curator curator is. Yeah. What, what did you find out? So a creator is the person that develops the content, uh-huh. and the curator is the person that shares the content. Okay, so I'm both. Yeah, that's what I said, <laughs> but I didn't know okay. that until until this um, interview. Okay, so let's just jump into it. You're somebody who really is a big advocate for self love. So what does self love look like to you? self-love looks like being self-aware having a high level of self-awareness and that can show up in different ways depending on who you're dealing with or the circumstance but definitely self-aware one thing I've been trying to work on very diligently in I would say in the last year is knowing when to say no I think that is a huge, huge part of self-love because for so many years, I didn't know how to say no. Mm. So I I, I hear you say things like people pleaser, (laughs) and I was definitely that, not intentionally. I think it was just kind of like, I don't know. I just always wanted to meet a challenge. So it showed up. It kind of came out as being a people pleaser because I wouldn't say no, and there will be a lot of times where I would get overwhelmed and... uh, then the fun will get sucked out of some of the things that I will be doing creatively because I would I didn't know when to say no to things. So I learned that saying no is very positive mm-hmm. and powerful and a really great way to show yourself uh, love. Um, self-love is also disciplining yourself or being disciplined, should I say. And that means, and that goes hand in hand with saying no too. So you gotta not only say no to other people, um, but you gotta be able to say no to yourself. Mm -hmm. When you just wanna go and uh, do these things or when you wanna like not do something you're supposed to do and just kind of relax and do some other stuff, you gotta tell yourself no sometimes. So um, self-love also, is taking care of your physical health, your mental health, your spiritual health, all of that. Um, So really taking care of yourself in a holistic way for the purpose of being your best self so that everyone around you and connected to you that you influence, they get the best version of you. And then you're really able to help other people and show up for other people in in a true way to the point where you're not being drained, you're not pouring from an empty cup. So if you fill yourself up, that is self-love, and then you can express that self-love that is built up within to the people around you. Y'all can't see him, but I'm not in my head, yes, the whole time he's talking. Um, okay. You should have been finger snapping, that was poetry, yeah, girl. I don't know, I can't snap that well. <laughs> um, so I agree, and that is something I'm working on too. I'm working on saying no, which is super hard for me and it's always been hard for me. I've definitely gotten a lot better this past year, but even yesterday, like I canceled therapy, which I do not cancel therapy. And I felt guilty doing it, but as soon as I did it, I felt like a sense of relief. Like I just took the night to just love on myself. Like 
Mm. It sounds so silly, but it sounds something like something else. But no, <laughs> but like you know, I took my time in the shower. As moms, there is always somebody on the other side of that bathroom door. I cooked for myself. I cleaned. Like I just did all the things that I've been putting off. And at, by the end of the night, I just I was like, this is the therapy that I needed tonight. So I love that. Like I love learning to say no is not. It's not a bad thing. It's a very healthy thing, to be honest. Yeah, I, I seen your um, your Chuck TED talk when you were talking about that. Yeah, I was surprised that you um, you canceled the therapy <laughs> of all things because um, in some of our conversations, I know how uh, much therapy has impacted you. Yeah, uh, for the better. And I was kind of one of those things that I always kind of like stood out as uh, good qualities I've seen in you mm-hmm. so I was surprised when you were like yep I just had to cancel therapy and then uh, when you when you said why I was like okay yeah. I, and and to me it made so much sense it made so much sense I was just trying to keep it light last night yeah right? hey I, that's what I always tell them <laughs> keep it light um okay hey do you feel like you've ever been on a healing journey or oh. do you feel like it's a never-ending journey both i agree both 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 um there so i feel like there are times where you gotta like go on a journey to heal a specific thing or situation and that may not necessarily be so deep to where it's like a lifelong thing right but then there are some things that maybe that are way more deeper way more traumatic or that are going to take a lot longer so i've definitely been in both um, positions. All right, let's get to the juicy stuff. Oh, uh, hey. How has self love in your healing journey affected dating? <laughs> oh, sorry, I almost uh, choked on this wine. Excuse me. <laughs> How has self love affected dating? Okay, that's an excellent question, actually. So um, why are we here? I think self-love for me has impacted my dating life in a very positive way in the sense that I feel like I know myself much better. And that just being in that space where I know myself, it's easier for me to one, say no, or just like understand when a person's not for me. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily make them a bad person. It just means that me and this person, we can't function in mm-hmm. this space. So that's good to, at least for me to to know to know who I am on a level through self-love to where it doesn't take long for me to know that a person is not going to be good for me. I love that. You don't waste your time. Do not. I do not waste my time. Because um, <laughs> that's really, we don't, we're, it's finite. We don't have unlimited amount of time. We unbar all time. So it's, you might as well be with the people that you want to be with. Mm-hmm. And not be around people that you don't want to be around if you can help it. For sure. Um, what do you like about dating? <laughs> oh. What do I like about dating? I okay. This is a very like simple 
answer is I just like the, the regular, degular man and woman interaction. How men are attracted to women and vice versa and how we're drawn to each other, that little dynamic, figuring that out, like figuring out why I'm attracted to this person. So I like it at that level because it like, I like to get to know people mm -hmm. and what makes them tick, why do they think certain ways, why do they do certain things. So you gotta, you gotta kind of date, date around and ask, ask some questions. And I, and I like that part of dating like the getting to know the person i agree i like i mean i love getting to know people and i love understanding people and why like what you said like why they do certain things that they do or why certain things make them tick like because it's always a deeper thing like it's never just like oh it annoys me no there's some there's some yeah there's usually some trauma behind yeah. it <laughs> um but I also like what I find out about myself through dating because I think that oh, yeah. different people bring out different things in you and something that you may realize about yourself dating this person never was even brought up dating somebody else. 100%. I agree. I agree. What's something that you don't like about dating? <laughs> I don't like the smoke. I thought you were going to say spending the money. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, I came to a point where I realized like the, the amount of money I was spending, it wasn't justified. And that had nothing to do with the actual people necessarily. It was like my intent behind dating mm. in the beginning, because this I'm, I'm speaking about 2022, actually. And I, I went on a lot of different dates, mostly just dinner dates and stuff, dinner and drinks or whatever. And at the end of the year, <laughs> that was a tax write-off. I wish. <laughs> um, at the end of the year, it's like, all right, uh, I made all of this money. I should have this amount of money saved. Uh, not to saying like you know what I'm saying just like right I get it. what what I was spending it didn't justify the the means I guess because I wasn't in 2022 I for damn sure can we speak like that <laughs> you might Go have ahead. to it out uh, I, I for sure was not trying to be in nobody's relationship mm -hmm. it was more like literally um, dating just to be dating kind of you know what I mean like not looking to be married to nobody not looking to get a no full-fledged commitment just <clears throat> just to get out and be social and date right so at the end of the year when i look at all the bread that i spent it's like that was kind of dumb because mm -hmm. you know i could have hung out with some of these chicks off of wendy's four for four menu you know what i mean like hey wendy's gonna be hitting though you know what i mean like why was that why was that i mean but the thing is is the women got what I got, so to speak. Like, if I like to go to this particular restaurant, hey, are you available? You want to go? So you're going where I'm going. I'm not going to downgrade my life to save some bread <laughs> because I don't want to wife you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but that was one thing when you when you brought up the, the financial part, specifically about that particular season. And, and it came from the intent. So my intent didn't match 
the output, like the month, the financial output. My, it's like that's the type of money you spend if you're trying to be in a relationship and be committed. That is not the type of bread you spend just kicking it, and having a good time. Because I'm talking tens of thousands of dollars in a year. I'm having too much fun. It's too much fun. That's not the type of investment. Because, <laughs> you know, in 2022, I was not a millionaire, all right? <laughs> so that's not the type of investment you make at that stage just to be kicking it and having fun in my personal opinion so that's the one in that time i didn't like that other things that i are kind <clears> of <throat> consistent to this day that i don't like about dating which i said is the smoke which basically means for the people who don't know what smoke means is um you know it's the drama <laughs> it is the drama from your baby mamas no, not for my baby mom, but um, <laughs> not for my daughter's mom. But I'm saying the drama that comes with just dating. Um, there's a lot of misunderstandings, uh, entitlements. Um, if if I am not your man, you gotta we gotta kind of like respect some boundaries, and we can't be coming in people's lives dictating stuff or. Even if I do something that makes you feel a certain type of way, you're entitled to feel how you want to feel, but you're not entitled to like throw all that in my face in a in an aggressive way where it's an argument. Like you can chop it, you can talk to me, mm -hmm. but don't don't bring the drama to my door like I just killed your dog or something like that. You well, I, mean? I think a lot of people dating, or just people in general, not even dating. I think that people have a lot of unrealistic expectations for other people and then they do the worst thing they could do and they don't even communicate those expectations to like mm -hmm. have healthy boundaries or an understanding of like well if that's what you're expecting that's not what you're about to get here yeah absolutely um yeah and that's that that's that challenging thing when it comes to dating especially if you if you date around, you know what I'm saying? So it's different personalities, mm -hmm. you know, different things make people take or respond or react differently. Right. And it's, it's never usually the same with, but either way, it's, it's one of those things. It's like, all right, is it worth it? Well, I think when you know yourself, you know if, like what you said, like when you know yourself, you'll know if you can see yourself like really building with this person and then that conversation might be worth it if you don't see yourself with that person then no i'm not about to have a conversation with you about some stuff that it in the long run it's not gonna matter because you ain't gonna be here in the long run true you know but you know i'm, all, I'm always upfront about where i'm at and, and that that has been the challenge consistently over time with with dating scenarios that got a little deeper you know what i mean like Things changed uh, emotionally on one end, and all of a sudden, there's some expectations that weren't discussed. And then when something happens, and the female doesn't like what's happening or doesn't understand what's happening, then here comes the smoke. Mm -hmm. And one, th one thing I understand as a man, especially at this age, big age, is like, 
I understand there's there's no such thing as a, a relationship or dating experience with a woman where there's no smoke at all. You're going to get some level of smoke, right? So we, I, I accept that, but it's like, okay, what level of smoke am I willing to tolerate for where we're at in our dating situation? I'm processing, ladies. I'm processing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's kind of like cliche now, but it's like, you know, be my peace, right? Yeah, no, no, right? for sure, for sure. Right, so we it's not like we expect there to be never be no confrontation or conflict. That is not what I would expect or any of my close friends who are, are dating or in a relationship. We don't expect that. Uh, what we understand is that there is going to be, but like, you better be in your, stay in your lane. If you swerve out of your lane and you bring in smoke, you might get put on the back burner. You might get, you know what I mean? You know what, you're leading into my next question. Oh, let's go. All right, I think this is a good place to pause for now. We're gonna wrap this episode up. Next week, we're gonna jump right back into it and you guys will figure out what other questions I wanted to ask Mr. Light Skin Jermaine. Y'all have a beautiful week and don't forget to tune in to next week's part two with LSJ.